What's up, Lead, Love, Thrive family? It's your trusted coach and chief encourager on your journey to freedom and thriving in Christ, Radhika Cruz. And I want to thank you for checking out this episode of Lead, Love, Thrive. I purposely created this faith-based podcast to encourage and equip others on how to lead their lives strong or according to God's word so they can love God, themselves, and others wholeheartedly and on purpose and make daily decisions to thrive. Before jumping into our episode for this week, I wanted to take a few moments to express my appreciation to you, my Thrive fam. So to all of you who have told your friends about this podcast or shared it on your Facebook page or Instagram stories, I just wanted to say a great big thank you. To those of you who have taken the time to rate and review this podcast, I also want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I have been so blessed just to read your reviews on Apple iTunes, and it really does go a long way in helping this podcast reach more people. And if you haven't had a chance to yet rate and review it, I would love for you to do so. You know, I also wanted to shout out my very first monthly recurring financial supporter, and her name is Tierica Wagner. Yes, I called her out because Tierica, I'm just so humbled and grateful to you for the seed you are sowing and sacrificing to support this ministry. I pray the Lord will bless you exceedingly and abundantly beyond what you could ever imagine or think or ask because of your generosity and your obedience. So thank you, my sweet sister, from the bottom of my heart. And to you, listener, if you have been blessed by this ministry, would you consider giving a recurring donation or even a one-time donation so that you can be a co-laborer with me and the work that God is doing through this podcast. I would so appreciate your financial support. And you can go ahead and check that out on Anchor and make a one-time donation or become a monthly donor. And you know what? I don't know if you knew, but you can also show your support for this ministry by purchasing our Lead Love Thrive swag, y'all. More merchandise is going to be showing up over the next few weeks, but I would love to just see you rocking one of our Lead Love Thrive hoodies t-shirts, or mugs. And believe it or not, no financial contribution is too small. Remember how Jesus miraculously fed the multitudes using just two little sardines and five loaves of bread? I believe God wants to miraculously multiply the seed that you sow into this ministry. And when you sow, I know that God will not only bless your life, he will bless the multitude of people who are listening to this podcast all around the world. So be sure to check out our custom design merchandise by my husband, Cruiseman Design, yours truly at RodicaCruise.com. Just click on the shop link. Thank you so much for your generosity and allowing God to use you to see more lives impacted through Christ. Okay, now I'm switching gears. If you have been following my mentoring series with Monique, you'll know she's on a journey of spiritual growth, emotional healing, personal discovery, and sexual purity. And in this particular episode, you're going to learn why Monique and I both were moved to tears on this episode because of the power of a faith declaration. Let's get into it. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Lead Love Thrive. We are here 
with Monique again. Monique. Hey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for joining Monique and I on this journey. This is something that is very new to both of us, actually making her life yes. <laughs> a, a living letter for you all to read and to <laughs> see. And I pray that you are being inspired and encouraged. I was just sharing with Monique before we started recording that so many people's stories have come our way and they've let us know how her story is really encouraging them and inspiring them. And they're seeing the struggle. They're seeing the fight. And at the end of the day, that's something that we're all facing. I'm, I'm facing mine, too. Mm. I was sharing with her that there's some things that came up in my life that was trying to stop me from focusing on this, mm -hmm. this podcast and, and coming to you. Because we know that the enemy doesn't want to see any of us flourish and thrive in our purpose. And so... I'm just so proud of Monique for doing the work. Mm, it is work, y'all. It is work. <laughs> and if any of you know me personally, you know um, I'm very uh, knowledge-driven, I guess, and studious and bookish and all of those other things, you know, do a lot of reading and a lot of researching. And so I, I am giving it to her good, y'all. <laughs> yes, she is. And she is growing. She's making progress. Her, her paradigms are shifting. She's gaining more understanding and more, more knowledge. And so that's progress, right? You can't check that off on a box per se um, in measurables, but it is progress. Mm -hmm. One of the last times we talked, Monique and I had talked about her really having an understanding of her God-given purpose, her God-given identity, and a vision for who she believes God has created her to be. And so I wanted to circle back to that and just kick it over to her so that she can share as of today. And let me just say this disclaimer, y'all, as we are all growing and getting more understanding about who we are and why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing, the vision can kind of change a little bit. It becomes more more yeah. clear to us. So what I want you all to know is as of today, this is the picture. This is how she understands herself today. And as she continues to grow, as God continues to show her more along the way, that picture is going to evolve a little bit. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to say that little disclaimer. So Monique, I wanted to come back to you and hear from you. I believe all of our listeners as well want to know, okay, so as of today, who are you in Christ based off scripture? Okay, uh, so that's my vision, right? That's so. Let's start with your identity first. Okay. So your I am okay, statement. So I gave Monique yeah. an assignment of based on scripture of who God says yeah. she is, and so I wanted her to just share maybe two or three of those I am statements with us. Okay, so um, I got a lot, but the ones that that really, really, you know, stood stood by me. Is that right? Is that a word? Stood yeah, out to right. you? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, is the I'll read the one I put that I am an overcomer. Um, mm. That is one that I added to the list that Radhika had given me, and so the scripture is in Revelation twelve eleven that um, it says they triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives as much as to shrink from death. So that one really um, resonated with me because I, a lot of times I felt defeated. And mm. so, you know, to know that I am, you know, an over overcomer and God has given me, you know, the power to do that. And through the word of my testimony um, that I can I can do anything that God, you know, has strengthened me and given me power to do. Um, I love that. Can I just add um, Romans 838 also says mm -hmm. that um, in the New Living Translation to kind of go along with that thought is despite all these things overwhelming. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let me say that again. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. 
And so another version says, and all these things, we are, we are more than conquerors mm-hmm. through him who loved us. And, and I love that because you're saying that I'm an overcomer through Christ, through the blood of the lamb. I'm a conqueror. Mm-hmm. And so are you, listener. Yes, you are. And you can't look at the things that you're facing to make you feel like that you're, that you're not. We have the power. It's inside of us. It's just about bringing that power out. Um, amen. Tapping in. And who's, where did that power come from? It comes from God. That's right. Exactly. That's right. So I'm growing, y'all. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> you better preach. Um, and then the other one that really um, resonated with me was um, I am one with God. Mm. Um, that was in 1 Corinthians um, 6, 17. It mm. says, whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. And so that was just encouraging to me that I have the same spirit that lives, you know, in mm-hmm. God. And so that was just comforting to me. And then there's one at first John five eighteen. It says, We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them. Mm. So that is a scripture that, you know, you want to repeat to yourself to let you know that the evil one cannot harm you because you belong to God mm. and you are one with him. Mm-hmm. So those really, um, those are, you said two. So that <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we definitely have a lot. We're not trying to rush this. So she definitely yeah. has more, but we just yeah. wanted to kind of give you a little glimpse into her knowing and now understanding who she is in Christ, according to scripture. So yeah. well done on that. There's yeah. more. If y'all, y'all want to know more, you need to let me know. Yeah. Drop me some comments. Let her know that, hey, I would love to see the other statements that she came up with. And we yeah. can make that available to you. Yeah. And you just have to keep saying it. You yes. know, um, it's, it's not truth. saying like it's like I have I'm, I'm fixed. But, yeah. you know, you have those moments where, you know, you have to unlearn. That's right. And so you, those are scriptures that, you know, you have to keep telling yourself and remind yourself yes. because the, the, the old you yeah. or, you know, your old mindset will creep in. And Absolutely. it has. But that's why we have the scriptures. And the enemy, he's an accuser, yeah, right? Exactly. And so he wants to come and tell you because he comes to steal, kill and destroy, you know, in John 10, mm-hmm. 10, right? So he wants to steal your joy, steal your peace, steal your identity. And he'll start telling you're a, you're nothing. Mm hmm. You're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not competent enough. You're not growing. You're not, you know, there's nothing good for you. And so I love what you're saying, Monique, because it is, we overcome Mm -hmm. by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And the most powerful word we have is God's word Mm -hmm. declaring what he says about Mm -hmm. us, right? Because when the enemy comes and then you know what? Other people are going to tell us too, who they think we are. And that's what I believed. Like, you know, Mm. if people would say something, that's, that's what, what gets you. Yeah. You hear it from people. You started seeing yourself. Yeah. Believe in that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's believe the word of the Lord mm-hmm. and what he says about us. So well done. All right. Let's move to a, your purpose statement. And so we shared because we, I, you know, I shared before in a podcast that our identity is very much connected to our purpose. Our God given identity is connected to our God given purpose. And so we all do have a unique mission to fulfill. But as a Christ follower, we all have a kingdom purpose. And so I want Monique to share a little bit about what she discovered Mm -hmm. about her God-given purpose. Yes. And this is, um, it's, it's evolving. Um, cause at first I didn't, I was like, I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, and so where I am today, Mm -hmm. I would just say that, um, I can incorporate the scriptures in my purpose. So what I wrote was that now that I am a new creation in Christ and loved by God, I will go out and teach the world, the love of Christ as confirmed by him through scripture. Mm -hmm. As I live holy, I will teach holiness, fearless and unafraid because I am only a slave to righteousness. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite scriptures, you know, that talks about 
um, who we are and our purpose is, um, I believe it's in Romans where we are God's workmanship. Mm -hmm. We are his masterpiece, right? So that's a part of our identity created in Christ Jesus Mm -hmm. to do good works. So part of our purpose here on this earth is to do good works. Exactly. And there's a lot of good that needs to be done, Mm -hmm. but, and there are unique gifts and strengths and talents that God has placed within each and every one of us, interests, passions, personalities, by which we will now go out and do good works mm-hmm. according to those things that he has put inside of us. Mm-hmm. So we haven't even gotten to that yet, Yeah. but I love that you were, you're getting more clarity, more understanding, more revelation of, okay, here's who I am in Christ. This is what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. I'm here to do good works. I'm here to be his witness. I'm here to be his ambassador, his representative, and go out here and love God and love people. Fearlessly and unafraid. Yes. Because I think Boldly. that, yeah, yes. that holds us back. Yeah. We're afraid of what people are going to say. We're yes. we're not, you know, we're fear mm-hmm. is a is a root of it's a bad thing. Um, it keeps you from growing. Absolutely. So I added that in there to remind me to be fearless and unafraid mm-hmm. to do that. And it's so good when we look in Scripture to we see so many times where the Lord would speak to, you know, whether it was an apostle or a disciple or, you know, to leaders, Joshua and all, you know, be strong mm-hmm. and courageous. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the sermon series that we're in right now at church. And, and, uh, the, we have, the Lord has to continue to remind us, mm-hmm. you know, um, but our strength and our courage doesn't come from us. It comes from He's commanding yeah. us, but it is in when we become dependent on him, right. That, cause in and of myself, I'm not strong, but through Christ, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. I'm more than a conqueror. Right. And I think that's, the key, I think they're in this world and it bothers me. Like I talk about this all the time with my brother and my husband, where a lot of people are like, you know, I'm powerful, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're thinking it's all their yeah. abilities, all yeah. their strength. And I'm like, we have to be careful. We have to recognize that apart from Christ, we are and can do nothing. Mm-hmm. The very breath that we have on our bodies, the very abilities and skills that we think we have, that we think we developed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They come from God. Yeah. And so it is not by my might. It's not by my power, my knowledge, my expertise, my skills, my talents, my beauty, because any of that, God gave it to me, mm-hmm. right? It is by the spirit of God. And so, ooh, I can go off on the tangent, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, yes, we are powerful through Christ. Yes. We are more than conquerors through Christ, mm-hmm. right? We are fearless because of the spirit of God yes. living in us. So yes. just want everybody to know, we know where our help and our strength and our yeah. power comes from. And it ain't the universe. Yeah, if we can do it, we wouldn't be where we are and struggling right. like we are if we could do it ourselves. That's right. <laughs> I ain't meant to that. And next, I wanted you to just kind of give us your vision statement. And so I had challenged Monique to just think about the end of her life and how she really wanted to be remembered and what she believes that God has put her here to do. And so I just wanted her to share as of today where she's at and what, what that picture is yeah. starting to look like in her mind. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I remember when you asked me that I was like, you want to be remembered as somebody who doesn't care about what people think. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So this one um, just really shows, you know, my, my growth mm-hmm. a little bit because I really didn't have anything. And that's okay. And what I wrote down previously. <laughs> but that's okay. It was crazy. So uh, what I have now is um, the to be known as a teacher um, in the body of Christ, inspirer and motivator to the unmarried, lost, hurting, and rejected. A teacher that offers fresh and new perspective that impacts and provokes change in the hearts of others towards Jesus Christ. Known to live her life, my life, mm-hmm. with full conviction and conviction confidence Mm -hmm. in Jesus that will be evident 
through my giving and mm. passion in pursuit of purpose. Mm. Um, I will lead with spirituality, compassion, integrity, um, impacting the quality of life for myself and of others. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be known as a person that lives a productive lifestyle and contributes and influences the success of others to those I encounter professionally and personally. Um, I, and then I put some words that I'm still working on. So yeah. empathize, I want to encourage people, be bold, fearless, have big faith, um, um, a healer, be known as a, a leader and lead, love, be able to create change and influence change. Hey friend, I wanted to take a moment to speak directly to you. You know how I do. What you just heard was Monique sharing her God-inspired vision with us. You know, without a God-inspired vision for our lives, we are just going to wander aimlessly through life without a clear direction of what we're supposed to be working toward in life. Having a vision is basically having a clear picture in mind of who you believe God wants you to become, where he wants you to go in life, and what good works he wants you to do. So my question to you is this, where do you believe God wants to take you? Do you have a picture in mind of who he wants you to become? Do you have a picture in mind of what he's created you to do with this life that he's given you? Once you have a clear vision of this, your decisions and your actions are going to naturally follow. But receiving God's vision for your life is going to require you to seek the Lord. Jeremiah 33, three says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And if you don't have a picture of God's dream for your life, Jeremiah 29, 12 through 14 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So listen, if you don't have a picture in mind for where you believe God wants you to go, who he wants you to become and what he wants you to do, I just want to share these simple questions that I had to ask God before I started creating any other goals or establishing any more plans for my life. So first of all, I had to ask God, who do you want me to become? And then I had to listen for his answer. The second question I had to ask God was, what do you want me to accomplish with my life? What is my mission? What is a unique purpose that you created me for? And third, I had to ask God to reveal to me how he wanted me to use the gifts and talents that he has uniquely given me to impact the lives of those that I lead, that I love, and that I work with. If you lack God's vision for your life, these three powerful questions will begin to help you discover and discern God's vision for your life. I love that. One, I don't know if you remember, but one of the challenges or assignments that I gave Monique is once she had that down, then I encouraged her to say, use present tense language. So that would be... So I, so if you could just take what you, I don't know if you, I'm not trying to put you mm-hmm. on the spot, but I, instead of saying to be known as, is, yeah. I am a teacher yeah. in the body. So as I if that, that is, if she was living that today and she, now we're going to use the language that says I am. So I want you to say this again, mm-hmm. saying I am using every, changing every tense yeah. to today. I am a teacher in the body of Christ. I inspire and motivate the unmarried, lost, hurting, Mm -hmm. and rejected. I am a teacher that offers fresh and new perspective that impacts and provokes the change in hearts of others towards Jesus Christ. I live my life with full conviction Mm -hmm. and confidence in Jesus Christ that that is evident 
through my giving and my passion in pursuit of my purpose. I lead with spirituality, compassion, and integrity. I impact the quality Mm. of my life for myself. Uh, Okay, that's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And others. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I am a person that lives a productive lifestyle that contributes and influences to the success of others that I encounter both professionally and personally. I empathize. I encourage people. I am bold. I am fearless. I have big faith. I can heal. I am a leader. I love. I create change and I influence change. Do you feel that? Yeah. Doesn't that sound? It it has a different impact. Like As I'm listening to it, I was like, wow. Yeah. To go from I want to be known as to I am. Yeah. I do feel that. Woo. I I feel (laughs) it. Like I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating. I'm like, wow, Monique, that's powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage other people to do the same thing, right? Have a picture in mind of, of where, where, just wherever you're at today, mm-hmm. where you believe God is taking you and then change that language to say today. And I want you to make sure you keep this recording. Yeah. Like I'm looking at your face. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having an emotional reaction to that because it's like, it's powerful. Tell me, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're feeling. I'm just... I just can't believe that's me that's wow saying that, you know, because I never believed that. Yeah. About myself. And when you speak over yourself, it just lets you know how how powerful you can be. But again, it all it still comes from God, but I wouldn't have done that if mm-hmm. God wasn't in me. Yeah. And so just listening to myself, mm-hmm. you know, say that is is very empowering. It is the power of speaking those things that are not as though they were. And that is speaking by faith. Like, y'all, I know you're not here with us right now in this moment as we're recording, but I do, I feel the presence of God on that. And, and I'm believing this for you, Monique. And I want you to continue declaring this over your life. And, you know, one of the things, I remember reading an email by Pastor Craig Rochelle has probably the largest church in America. And he wakes up every day and has yeah. these declarations. I am a leader. I am an equipper. I am a developer. You know, whatever his statements are, you know, I can't remember them verbatim, but to remind himself, this is who I am. And I may not be this today, but I'm declaring it by faith that God is going to help me get there. And there is power, y'all. We, I sensed the power as she was reading it. I, I'm looking at her face, countenance, and, and how it's impacting her. Something powerful happens when yeah. you declare this over your life. So I don't, I don't want to stay here too long, but, but I want, wow, that, that was not planned. <laughs> but there is power in that. So get your vision statement, write it down, wow. and write it as if I am <sighs> today. And if, and if you got a revelation, if that impacted you doing that exercise, Will you please let us know? I would love to hear from some of you, your vision statements, your purpose statements, your identity statements. So, because you know what? We're in this together, you know, and that's why we're doing this because to encourage you and spur you on in your faith. So that was good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. That's powerful. Yeah. I mean, I sense that for real. So we we can linger there all day. That's like the altar call that you don't want to end. You know, you're at the altar, you're just laying there and you don't want to move. You don't want to transition. And then you have the pastors. It's very, very, very powerful. (laughs) I encourage anybody to do that. You know, um, you speaking over yourself, live it, breathe it. I'm going to go like totally print this out. Yes. Um, wow. It's set, it's something yeah. different mm-hmm. to say, I see myself, I will to, I am. Mm-hmm. I yeah, am. That's very powerful. That last sentence, like, that's just, a, yeah. yes, <laughs> that I, I'm just blessed. Yeah. Uh, 
to see the I'm impact. I'm so glad I did that. Oh, good. I'm glad. So moving right along, I hate to leave that moment, y'all, <laughs> you know, but I'm, I, we, we really wanted to share with you, kind of give you an update on some of Monique's goals. One of the things that she shared with me is, you know, I have these goals. Um, I'm struggling with making some progress. And so I just need some help in clarifying them, being specific. We talked about creating smarter goals and that kind of a thing. And I'm not going to get into too many of the nuts and bolts, but what I do want to share with you all is that Monique had four key goals um, that we're just going to kind of focus on in this season. She had a goal to um, strengthen her relationship with God, strengthen her mental health and well-being, strengthen her financial health and her physical health. And so what we're going to do is jump into those. I don't know that we'll be able to cover them all, but definitely want you all to kind of hear the process I'm taking her through to really help her clarify what is her picture of spiritual health or, or intimacy with God? I think that was one of the questions I had asked her offline. You know, what does a strong relationship, a thriving, intimate relationship with God look like to you? Because in order for us, when, we, when we're setting goals, we need to know what we're trying to achieve. What is the end result? What is the outcome we're hoping to achieve when we set that goal? And so I asked her that and just wanted her to share, okay, what does a strong relationship with God look like to you? So I just want you to kind of bring us in on that, Monique, on your thoughts on that. Okay. So um, some of the main ones is um, to be healthy spiritually, I think you have to be able to recognize sin. You mm. have to be able to see when you're you know, when you're messing up and then when you do, you know, be able to confess it, mm -hmm. um, have confidence, joy and assurance, um, a daily prayer life, pr a person that um, prays, trusts, waits and listens for God um, that makes you spiritually healthy. And I think at the last um, I put these questions on here because I think that's important. Um, a good relationship with God is one that, you know, you can that can handle your deepest questions where you can bring your fears you can unload your misunderstandings um trust god you know with your insecurities um in my prayer life um you know you kind of groan and grieve for others mm -hmm. um do i trust god to help you um loving the bible loving to learn new things about god um, displaying um, the fruits of the spirit, you know, mercy, joy, peace, faithfulness, and then just being able to speak boldly, you know, with, to others yeah. with conviction and truth, um, like how Paul did in the Bible. So. so if I asked you, which I'm going to ask you, <laughs> and ask all of you out there who are listening, what does intimacy, let's look at it from the natural standpoint mm -hmm. first, what does intimacy with a person look like? Um, quality time, mm -hmm. um, being able to speak from like your, your, your deepest mm -hmm. fears mm -hmm. or thoughts or emotions, mm -hmm. um, trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been married for 23 years and some of my thoughts about intimacy. Vulnerability. Yeah. Vulnerability. Yeah. There's connection. Yeah. There is a sharing. There's a give and a take, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sharing my needs and presenting them to you. My my deepest longings, my deepest desires, mm -hmm. my fears, my worries, mm -hmm. the, the deepest parts yeah. of me. I'm revealing that to my husband. 
And he's doing the same to me. He's revealing his heart, his self, his thoughts, his mind, his desires, his passions. And so when we think of intimacy with God, you know, uh, that should be a goal that we all have. Is that God, as I'm connecting with you, as I am becoming one in you, I'm knowing more of how you think, how you, Mm. what you desire for Mm -hmm. me, right? How you love me. The passion, you know, the relentless pursuit that pursuit that you have for me, you know. So I'm thinking through that because you know when we think of intimacy, a lot of people mm-hmm. are just thinking about sex, right? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. but there's a oneness, there's a vulnerability because you can't have sex without being naked mm-hmm. <laughs> and be unashamed, yeah. Right. So even though I didn't had a couple kids, got some stretch marks, mm-hmm. things ain't going up per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Physiologically, things are kind of dropping down. <laughs> um, I can be vulnerable and stand before my husband unashamed. Right. Yeah. Right. And and that is, that's intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. And so I want our listeners and you to just kind of have that picture in mind of really what that looks like. It's connection. It's spending time. Mm-hmm. It's giving of my energy, my focus, pouring out my heart, and then hearing from him, knowing his thoughts, his desires, his plans, right? Because my husband and I are talking about that all the time. What are your thoughts on this? What are your desires on this? What are your plans for this? And so the Lord wants to make that known to us, but we have to, you know, move in that direction. So mm-hmm. with that being said, um, I want to ask you, okay, do you have any thoughts on that, first of all, before I switch No, gears? I agree. I'm actually adding adding that. So yeah. it's it's like, but what I said is right too, right? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> so don't you worry about, about being right or wrong. <laughs> okay. My job is always yeah, to give another perspective. Yeah. Right? Right. So your perspective is yes. not wrong per yeah. se. This is where you're at. This is what you're thinking. This is a picture you have in your mind. And so I'm giving you a picture that I have yeah. in my mind. Intimacy is good. Yes. That that vulnerability, intimacy, mm-hmm. connection, and you start. You said that, like, hey, it's it's connection. Mm-hmm. It's spending time together. Absolutely, and we can't get to know someone unless we're engaging in communication mm-hmm. and connection, spending time, and it just looks different with God, you yeah. know. And learning how to wait and listen, learning how to understand. Well, how do we know His thoughts? How do we know His plans and passions and desires? Shoot, we got a whole book full of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called the Bible, <laughs> you know. Um, but then there's an intimacy. My husband can have intimate friendships with other people, but there's a special intimacy that he only has with me. And that's how it is with all of his children. There's a unique relationship that he wants to have with every one of us. Mm -hmm. And it is us getting to really press in, make that time uh, to really understand his heart and him to understand our heart as well. Mm -hmm. Right. So great. So when it comes to you achieving this ideal connection, intimacy with God, right? Your, your picture is, I want to be close. I want to be vulnerable. I want him to hear from me. I want to hear from him. We're walking together on this journey. We're growing together, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think is, actually, you know what, before I ask that question, I was going to get into the action steps. I wanted to ask you, when you achieve this deeper intimacy with God, how's that going to make you feel? Um, I think I will feel fulfilled and mm-hmm. I think I will feel purposeful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes I think when we, when we look at our relationship with God or even a spouse, sometimes, and we talked about this before a little bit, and I just kind of, I think it's worth repeating. We can get the misconception that, well, God, I don't feel in love with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I don't feel like you're hearing me. Mm-hmm. God, I don't, I don't hear your voice. Right. 
And in a marriage, it can be like, well, I've been married for 23 years, but I don't feel in love, yeah, right? Yeah. And we talk about feelings and we, we just talked about in our last episode and about feelings, about commitment. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who's been married a long time, over seven years, <laughs> will tell you that that romantic, erotic love is not what sustains a marriage. Yeah. yeah. Those, that euphoria, you know, that the erotic love, you know, romance and all of that. Not that you lose romance. You know, there's still things you need to do to right. keep that flame going. going. But that's not, that. that is great to initially attract you. But it's not what sustains you. My marriage is sustained because of my commitment to God that I made to love and cherish him till death do us part. Mm-hmm. And it's my commitment to, uh, despite how I feel, because not every day I'm going to wake up feeling intimate. Yeah. <laughs> he could tell you that. He probably have a lot to say about yeah. that. And that's <laughs> you know? reality. I think that's what a yes. lot of people think it is. Yes. And that's why, you know, they fall away or yes. whatnot. I mean, that, that for me it was, I thought it was like euphoria and yeah, cause that's what you see. You yeah. see the euphoria, you see the, the external part yes. of it, but not the internal part of it. And right. so I think it's very, very realistic to let people know what that's like. That's right. Um, did I say that right? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. To let people know it's not this wake it's up. Not and, a, it's not an emotional experience. Yeah, and this cloud nine. Yeah, it's not an emotional nope. experience. And and we talked last time yeah. about what love is. Love mm-hmm. is action. It's yeah. a commitment. It says to my husband every day that I'm going to choose to love you, which means not my feelings, mm-hmm. but it's gonna. I'm gonna do take action every day to lay down my life to seek to serve you. And I don't. I don't pass that test every day. Yeah. Some days I'd be real selfish, yeah. like you do for me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so awesome that he does. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and he's taught me a lot about the love of God. Really, um, been the best example mm-hmm. in my life of of um, that unconditional love. So I'm getting emotional <laughs> myself. Aww. But. Anyhow, so I just want people to know that it's not about your feelings. You know, when you're walking with the Lord and you're walking even in a marriage, because I think people have this, uh, they're disillusioned because the media shows you even that it has to be all this romance. Yeah. And you're like, well, my marriage ain't doing that. Yeah. And a lot of women are looking to romance novels yeah. for that romantic experience when it's love is what you do. Yeah. It's behavior and it's a commitment. And so all of that to say, yes, you will fulfill. And, and I think that was the, the thought that I had in my mind. Is that as much as I love my husband, as much as he loves me, and as intimate as we are emotionally, physically, and all of those things, I have learned that even him and the closest is not enough to fulfill me. Yeah. Right? There there are parts in our souls and our spirits because they cannot be filled by anyone or anything mm-hmm. other than God. Exactly. And that's why you have the people, you know, all these celebrities and rich people, you know, yep. even them, they, they go and fall into, you know, whatever. Yes. It's because only God can fulfill you that's and right. sustain you. So I think that's why if we that's why it's a spiritual goal, because yeah. clearly nothing else on the outside right. is going to give you that sense of satisfaction yes. or purpose or anything besides God. Once you have God, then you feel fulfilled in purpose and then everything else, you know, that's right. It's adding to that. That's right. So that's why yeah. his word is true. This says, yeah. you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. So he's mm-hmm. saying, do that first. And you will fulfill, feel fulfilled in yeah. me and won't need to find fulfillment yeah. in people and things and possessions, popularity, all of that stuff. Yeah. So awesome. Right on with that. Okay. So then now let's get into some nuts and bolts of this. So if your goal is to have this intimate relationship with God and the reason why you want that is because you know that that is where your sense of purpose and fulfillment comes. It doesn't come from people. It doesn't mm-hmm. come from things, your job, nothing. You've gotten that knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. of that. So now... 
I want to ask you, okay, well, what's one action? Just one. And the reason why I'm only asking her for one action, y'all, is because there are a lot of things that she can do to cultivate intimacy with God. Just the same way that there's a lot of things you can do to cultivate intimacy with your spouse. So rather than get into 10 different things she can do, I'm asking her specifically what's one thing that she can do daily? What's one action she can take daily to strengthen her intimacy with God? So throwing it over to you. I mean, it sounds really, you know, cliche or, you know, it's reading the, the Bible. Like, yeah. Everything and not just reading it like a story, like studying it mm, and good. coming from it, coming to the scriptures with a sense of like investigation and looking for God. Like there's a scripture in Proverbs that, you know, that says, I know, right? <laughs> Girl, you gotta preach. <laughs> yeah, you search for him like you're looking for a, a hidden treasure. Yeah. And so that's what it's like. So that's that's what I've been trying to do is not necessarily read it like a story. Yes. Ask questions. Well, why did they react this way or why did they mm-hmm. do this? And so that way, that's how the that's how the scriptures come alive. And that's how it comes to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I think that's just what it boils down to is committing time to just read, you know, the word make the carve out the time. Mm-hmm. If you can carve out time to go to restaurants and and hang out and go to the park and do whatever you do, you can carve out time to read the word and just try to approach it from an investigative standpoint, not just read it like a Bible story yeah. or like you're you know trying to go to sleep. I love that. Um, the Lord had to teach me that lesson a long time ago because I'm a, I'm a avid reader. I'm a very comprehensive reader as mm-hmm. well. And I remember I got chastised, rebuked from the Lord one day. And he's like, you cannot be reading my word like you read a fiction book mm-hmm. you need to slow down yeah because i was thinking qu- quantity mm-hmm. oh, i gotta read all you know yeah that's how i was early thinking. on in my yeah my walk with the lord and he's like uh-uh you got to pause and reflect even if it's one verse it could be one word yeah you know what i'm saying like okay let me let me reflect on that so that's so good i'm glad that you shared that well my friends i just want to say thank you so much for inviting monique and i into your day again Of all the podcasts you could be listening to, we are so thankful that you chose to listen to us. I trust you were blessed by this conversation and I hope Monique's journey toward healing, wholeness, and intimacy with Christ is helping you to heal, grow stronger, and be more intentional in cultivating your own relationship with Christ. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, would you please take a minute to do so? And would you also do me a favor and share this podcast with a friend who could use some more encouragement in their lives? I honestly believe that we can all use some more encouragement because we're all facing battles and struggles that are often unseen by others. So thank you so much for helping me get the word out about this podcast. And one last thing, fam, be sure that you check out our Lead Love Thrive store and grab a custom design hoodie, t-shirt, or mug so that you can boldly declare your faith everywhere you go. And when you make your purchase, please know that your financial seed communicates your support and love for both me, this message, and my God-given mission. I believe the messaging on these products that you're going to get will inspire you to lead your life strong, to love God, yourself and others wholeheartedly and on purpose and make daily decisions to thrive. Until we talk next time, peace.